Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The Bucks game is over. And now it's time for the longest running Pro Hoops post game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. The most important thing we trust one another. What happened? We trust one another, and uh, that's why we came up with uh, the win. The head coach. Um, you know, we're just gonna have to be more disciplined. He's gonna have to be more disciplined. And the fans. We have some talented players, no doubt about that. But at the end of the day. You're not going to be able to compete at this level of the NBA with what we have going on. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Now, here's Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Bucks get the win tonight over the Charlotte Hornets 131 to 114. See Sparky Fiverr along with Anthony Mandela tonight. Just the two of us hanging out with you here on a, I don't know what it would be, rainy Saturday night. Well, it was not very nice at all. Head out to Elkhorn, my nephew's eight-year-old birthday party, and it's pouring rain. Then I leave the birthday party to head back home, and it is like sleeting out and... Rain turning to ice, and the roads are all slippery, and ugh, not not very nice at all. So be careful if you're out there uh, driving on the roads tonight, leaving the Bucks game uh, tonight. Uh, yet another victory for the Milwaukee Bucks. This is win number 50. 50. What's today? March 9th. Folks, uh, there's like another month left in the season. There's like another month left. They they already have 50 wins. I mean, just think about this for a second. They have 50 wins, March 9th. The season ends April 10th. So you have one month left to go in the season as of tomorrow. When you're in San Antonio tomorrow night, I'll be right back in this seat again tomorrow night, taking your calls after the Bucks and the Spurs. But a month to go, and you have 50 wins. I believe I predicted 55, I think that's what I predicted, 52, 55, somewhere in that area. So they have, let's see, one, two, three, I don't need to add it up, just know what the record is. 66, so they've got, now correct me if I'm wrong here, because I, I should never do math on the radio. They have 16 games left, correct? 66 games played, they have 16 left. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 16 games left at 50 and 16. I want to know from you all, first of all, what you thought about tonight's game. Brooke Lopez was unbelievable in the third quarter. 17 points, I believe it was, he scored there in the third quarter and really kind of turned this game around kind of all by himself. And then Giannis got going there in the fourth quarter uh, and had a monster game uh, as well. 
and they absolutely roll away. Now, again, they were chasing 14 there for a while and made a run there at the end of the first quarter, like 21-11 run, something like that, to end the second quarter, uh, going into overtime to close it to be a manageable distance. Uh, And then they were trying to play catch-up and get over the hump uh, there in the third and fourth quarter. And then once they got over the hump, there was no looking back after that. But there are 16 games to go. With 16 games to go and the Bucks have 50 wins, I want to know what do you th- how many wins do you think they're going to have at the end of the year with 16 games to go and they already have 50 wins. 16 left, 50 wins in the bank already. How many wins do you think they end up with at the end of the year? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM the fan. And uh, while we're asking that, too, how many of you actually thought they'd be over 50 wins uh, this year? I'm guessing nobody thought they'd be at 50 wins on March 9th. I can't imagine most of you thought they'd be at 50 wins on March 9th. 16 to go. How many wins do you think they end up with with 50 already? Now, some of you may be like, well, Spark, I don't know what the schedule is. How how can I tell you what they're going to get if I don't know what the schedule is? I'll tell you. 16 games, okay? At San Antonio tomorrow. Tuesday, March 12th at the Pelicans. Friday, March 15th at the Heat. Then they come home next Sunday, a 2.30 afternoon game on ABC against the Philadelphia 76ers. Then Tuesday, March 19th, home against the Lakers, who are without Brandon Ingram for the rest of the year. Now LeBron's on a reduced minutes, so that's just going to be a uh, butt-kicking. Wednesday, March 20th, another butt-kicking in Cleveland. Friday, March 22nd, home against Miami. Sunday, March 24th, the retirement of Marcus Johnson's jersey, finally. Uh, Home against Cleveland, that'll be a butt-kicking. Tuesday, March 26th, home against the Houston Rockets. That game is on TNT. That'll be a fun game Uh, on Tuesday night, the 26th. Thursday, the 28th, home against the Clippers. Sunday, the 31st, at the Hawks. Butt-kicking. Monday, April 1st, at Brooklyn. Should be a competitive game. Knicks and the Nets probably will still be competing for a playoff spot at that point. Thursday, April 4th at Philadelphia. TNT game that night. I cannot wait for that game. Saturday, April 6th, home against Brooklyn. NBA TV, an afternoon game. Sunday, April 7th, home against the Hawks. I doubt anybody plays in that game for the Bucks. Wednesday, April 10th versus Oklahoma City uh, at home. And they may not play in that game either because I think everything will be locked up by that point. So there you go. So overall, they have seven road games left of the 16. Nine at home, seven on the road to finish this thing off. How many wins do they end up with, with 50 already in the bank after tonight's win? Let's go inside the box score after a Bucks victory over Charlotte. How did tonight's game add up? Let's go inside the box score. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video. Home entertainment and commercial audio video. Simply done right. ABCAudioVideo.com. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. 131-114. Bucks over the Charlotte Hornets tonight. 30 minutes for Giannis. He took 11 shots and ended up with 26 points. Why? Because he took 10 free throws. He made 10 free throws. He's really shooting the ball well at the free throw line as of late. 2 of 4 from three-point range as well. 
26 points, 13 boards, 6 assists, a block, and 5 turnovers. Chris Middleton, not so good tonight. 28 minutes, 4 of 12, 1 of 7 from 3, 9 points, 6 boards, 3 assists, 1 turnover. Brooke Lopez was the man there in the third. 30 minutes, 7 of 11 from the floor, 1 of 5 from 3. He also, like Giannis, 10 of 10 from the line. 25 points, 8 boards, 2 assists, 2 steals, and 2 turnovers. Eric Bledsoe, 27 minutes. He wasn't very good either. 3 of 10. Those 3 field goals made came from 3-point range. 3 of 5. 2 of 4 from the line. 11 points, 3 boards, 5 assists, 3 steals. No turnovers for Bledsoe in 27 minutes. Brogdon played 27 minutes, 7 of 13, 2 of 4 from 3, 2 of 2 from the line, 18 points, 3 boards, 4 assists, a steal, and 2 turnovers. Off the bench, Miritich, 25 minutes, 6 of 10, 5 of 7 from 3. He got himself back on track from long distance after having a couple of off games, 1 of 2 from the free throw line, 18 points, 6 boards, 3 assists, 2 steals, and a turnover. That is the Miritich you want to have in the playoffs. That dude was rolling tonight. Tony Snell, 21 minutes, 2 of 7, 0 of 2 from 3, 4 points, 3 boards, 2 assists, and a turnover. 18 minutes for DiVincenzo, 4 of 7, 3 of 6 from 3, 0 of 1 from 3 from the free throw line, I should say. 11 points, 4 boards, 1 assist, and 1 steal for Dante DiVincenzo, who also added some energy there in the first half. Ursan Ilyasova, 17 minutes, 3 of 7 from the floor, 0 of 3 from 3, 1 of 1 from the line. Seven points, five boards, one assist, and one blocked shot. Fifteen minutes for Pat Connaughton, one of two, zero of one from three, two points, three boards uh, for Pat Connaughton. DJ Wilson came in when it was over. Two minutes played, he had one rebound, no shots attempted. The Bucks shoot 48-9% uh, from the field, 47.3% from the Hornets. Three-point shooting, 17-44 of 44 for Milwaukee. Versus 15 of 39 for Charlotte. Free throws, 26 of 30 for Milwaukee. 11 of 14 for Charlotte. Rebounds, 55 for the Bucks, 35 for Charlotte. It's going to be awfully tough to win when you get out-rebounded by 20. And free throw attempts uh, are a 16 difference in free throw attempts, 30 to 14. Very, very difficult to win a game that way. And that's what Charlotte was up against uh, tonight. Turnovers on the night, 12 for the Bucks, 12 for Charlotte. Bucks win 131-114. They have 50 wins, and they have a month to go in the season ending. Season ends April 10th against Oklahoma City, and today is March 9th. Unbelievable. 16 games to go. How many wins do you think they end up with now with 16 to go? 50 and 16, 27 and 5 at home for the Bucks. 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 105.7 FM, the fan. Anthony, where to? Uh, let's start things off with our guy Trell on the north side. Trell, you're on the fan. What's going on, Sparky? What's going on, you guys? How you doing? What's up, Trell? Uh, well, we have 50 wins, Sparky. Um, I predicted 55 to 57 at the beginning of the season. Um, I didn't know when they were going to get them, of course, but... Um, with a month left, we're sitting at fifty. I think uh, I think sixty-one, sixty-two wins is probably going to be where we settle at. Um, but you remember when we had those conversations about will the Bucks hold on to the um, the number one seed throughout the NBA? If you look at it, if the Bucks win eleven games out of their final sixteen, the um, the Golden State Warriors will have to go undefeated to catch the Bucks with home court. Yeah, because right now um, the Bucks 50 and 16, 758 winning percentage. 758. Oh my God. 
Uh, Gold State is 45 and 20. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much exactly. Well, they've got they've played 65 games. The Bucks uh, have played 66. So they've got to play one more game than the Bucks to the rest of the way up. Yeah, but we got uh, if we if we finish with a tie record with them, we have the tiebreaker. Um, according to some type of, we 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 went we went uh, one and one for the series, but we got a better um, um, record against something. I don't know if it's against common opponents or whatever it is. Right. For whatever reason, we'll have to. So they'll have to finish a game ahead. Yeah, I think the Bucks will end up with the best record. I don't think it'll even come to a tie. To be honest with you. Man, that's. Uh, Sparky, I, I just want to say I think that uh, uh, people are poo-pooing the Paul Gasol uh, pickup. I think that's going to be a big pickup for us in the postseason. I think he's going to help us, and I give you somebody else who's going to help us. And he showed a little bit of it tonight. Remember, DiVincenzo is, is a big-time player in, in the tournament. And if anything can equate to playoff intensity, it would have to be NCAA tournament games. Um I think he's going to help us. He's scrappy. He's going to be able to make some shots as long as he's healthy. He's going to be a big factor. Him and Gasar are going to help us in ways that people probably wouldn't mention on the offset of this team. You know, the common people like Brogdon, Milton, Bledsoe, Lopez, Mirachik. I think those two guys are going, to, are, going to, are going to give us a big lift in the playoffs. It may be second, third round, wherever it may be. And, you know, maybe this is our year, Sparky. Maybe. Maybe this is our year. You know, I mean, I mean, the Golden State Warriors, they have the most talent and they should win the finals. But that team reminds me so much of the Lakers team that they tried to put together to win that last championship after Shaq and Kobe had already won three. With uh, Malone and Peyton, they tried to add those pieces. You know, I, I just think they're very vulnerable this year. And if we were to get home court, there's no telling what would happen. So that's where I'm at with this. How good does it feel, Trell? Man, it feels so good, Spark. I, I'm already planning to cry when they when they when they when they go to the final. Yeah, I don't think either one of us thought we'd ever be in this situation. This is pretty cool. Trail, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. Bucks get their 50th win tonight on March 9th, 131-114. Tell us how you're feeling tonight and how many wins do you think they're going to end up with? 16 games to go for the Bucks now, 50 and 16 uh, on the season, leading the way for the Bucks tonight. Uh, with 26 points, 13 boards, and 6 assists was Giannis. But Brooke Lopez, I mean, when we get to the X-Factor and all that, he's going to be that guy because he was huge for him there in the third quarter. Uh, how many wins do you think they end up with, and how excited are you by this Bucks team? Want to hear from you leaving the arena, too. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 105.7 FM. The fan. We know you can do that. Listening to the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops Post Game Show. What play had you screaming? Brought to you by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Premium Frozen Products and Craft Pizzas. Sparks get the win, 131-114. Steve Sparky Fiverr here, Anthony Mandela. You there, listening on your radio or on the Radio.com app. It all works just fine. AM 1250 on the AM dial, or if you like listening to us on the FM dial, you can do that too at 105.7. All right, play of the game. What are we thinking, Mr. Mandela? Uh, this might be the only play in Screaming Sicilian play of the game history uh, that nobody scored. Huh? Middleton shows. Nobody scores. Look at the Unbelievable. 
Paying off Date. Miritich able to save it. Middleton battling. Even Chinzo down on the floor. Give me Chinzo. I am the big ragu. The crowd absolutely loves this. It was hilarious. They, he got a standing ovation on that play. <laughs> For a people, jump ball. People were standing and cheering. But that is... That's us. That's Milwaukee. You work hard. You play hard. That's an old Bucks uh, saying that they had back in the day, slogan. Um, and that that's exactly what happens. People will stand and cheer for you if you're diving for loose balls and doing that. And in that instance, you had three guys between Miritich, Middleton, and DiVincenzo and that we're trying to get that basketball in a loose ball situation. And I think if you're Boonholzer, you absolutely love it just as much as the fans love it. Yeah, and as it turned out, I mean, it kind of prompted or kind of took place in the middle of that run they had in the second right. quarter that really kind of turned the tide in the whole ball game. After the end of the first quarter, I I, I didn't think this was going to end this way. You can't ever think that. Not with oh, this team. Yeah, I, I can. I, I, was I can when it's against Charlotte. Never at any point was I concerned about this basketball game, watching this basketball game. There just wasn't any chance. There was no chance they were losing this basketball game to Charlotte. They just have way too much talent, and that's why if, if it's Charlotte in the first round, boop, boop, see ya. It'll be it'll be nice and easy. One, two, three, bye, and we're moving on. I, it's not gonna. It's gonna be nice and and quick. It really is. And if it's Orlando, that's gonna be nice and quick too. I, I I'm probably you know taking things a little bit for granted in the first round, but I really expect them to sweep whoever they get in the first round. I really do. So we'll see if I'm right or not. 131-114, Bucks win number 50 on the year. Asking you how you feel about this Bucks 50th win on March 9th with a month to go in the season. And how many wins do you think they're going to end up with? There's 16 games to go. How many of those will be Bucks victories? Trell thinks they can get 11. So let's see what you think. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM, the fan. Uh, our guy Sith in West Dallas punched up 414-799-1250. What are you thinking, man? You know, it's nights like tonight. It's games like this that actually kind of scare me because I think that the Bucks have enough, you know, without like Chris Middleton showing up that they can beat teams like Charlotte. They can yep. beat, you know, they, they can beat Miami, you know what I mean, or just like random teams like Orlando. But, but it's like if you don't think that teams like and, and, and like teams like Boston, obviously, or teams like Toronto, obviously, or even the 76ers aren't going to flip that switch, you're out of your mind because playoff basketball is different than regular season basketball. And, and my point is, is that you, are, you need Chris Middleton to come through in those games. Like if it's Bucks Warriors, Sparky, you're going to need Chris Middleton, okay? And like I just don't know what to think sometimes because you cannot have him go out there and have a game like this and expect to win a championship. It's not going to happen. And, he, and I just don't know what guy is going to show up on a night to night on a night to night basis. And it scares the it scares the hell out of me. He doesn't know either. I mean, he doesn't know what a guy's going to show up on a night in night out basis, and nor does do his teammates or his coach. You but just hope. You I, I mean, that's my question to you. But what do you do? You have nights like this where Brooke Lopez and Miritich go off and give you games that you don't normally expect on a night-in, night-out basis. I've been saying the whole time, Brooke Lopez, I think, is going to be the X factor for this Bucks team. Now, I, I've been saying it's going to depend on how many threes he makes, but tonight 
He only made one and still got 25 points and eight boards. He plays like that, and he gives you 25 and eight. Middleton doesn't have to do more than nine points. He really doesn't. And then you get 18 off the bench from Miritich. I mean, that type of stuff will, will take care of somebody having an off game. I, if Middleton would have had 24 tonight and Giannis would have been held to, say, 12 or 14, he still would have won this game. But how many times can you have a, you know, and I'm using the quotes here, like an off night. And again, I'm, You're not, right. hating the, I, I, and I'm not hating on the guy either. And I, you know, because the, the thing is this, like, we need him, you know, like we need him if we're going to win the NBA finals. Okay. But, I, but, but I'm just saying like, you know, if we, if it ends up that we don't win the NBA finals, it's like, there is no way. And, and I'll just simply put it like this. There is no way. There is no way. You can pay him before you pay Brogdon or Brooke Lopez. You ju- you cannot because you, they, those two guys have shown, like Brooke Lopez, you are not finding another seven-footer who is doing what he's doing, and you're not finding a guy more consistent than Malcolm Brogdon. So, like, you, you, dude better step it up in the playoffs or I'm, I'm, re- I, you know, I'm at the point where give me someone who's worse for less money. You know, I again. How many times can he do this in a series? You might be able to get away with once or twice in a seven-game series, but if if he's not giving you twenty on average in a seven-game series, it's going to be tougher for this Bucks team to beat really good basketball teams. Hey, Sith, I, I got to tell you this: your, your guy Dan Richards over there, West Dallas Hyundai off Highway One Hundred, uh, West mm-hmm. Dallas. Uh, y'all got to come up with some type of if the Bucks win that championship promo, something. I, I don't know what I it is. Car. I mean, there's got to be some type of crazy promo idea that you guys can get insurance on that if the Bucks win a championship, this happens. Like, if you buy your car now, between now and the time the Bucks win a championship, if they win the championship, you know, you guys get X amount of dollars back if they win a championship or something. I don't know. There's got to be something Sparky, to it. Sparky, trust me, we will have something like that. If if they make the NBA Finals. Oh, you do it now. You do it now. <laughs> you take advantage of everybody wanting to buy cars now, and you say, hey, look, if you buy your car between now and then, you'll get X amount of dollars back if they win the championship. Hell yeah, man. I'm Gold telling box. you. I'm here for you. All right, see you. There you go, right, Seth. Uh, there he is. Follow him on uh, a Twitter. He's a, a video fool. He has videos up all <laughs> the time. And uh, if you have children, I wouldn't let him watch them because he tends to... Maybe not use most kid-friendly language sometimes. No. Not, not, uh, sometimes. No. Sometimes. Uh, 131-114, Bucks over the Hornets. Uh, I never ever got his prediction for how many wins he thinks they're going to get. All right, let's go to the next one. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM. The Fan, what you got? Aaron and Kakana, you're up on The Fan. What's going on? Hey, how are you? Good. What's up, buddy? Hey, Spark. Long time no speak. I think we're going to win about 60 to 62, 60 to 62 games. So you think they're going to go ten and six in the last sixteen or twelve and four? Yes, um, I think this Buck team is is winning it all this season. I'm convinced about that. Wait till wait uh, wait until George Hill comes back and Sterling Brown. We have we have the deepest bench in the league. We are unstoppable at this point. We're winning it all. Divincenzo so plays the way he played tonight. They don't need Sterling Brown back. Yeah, I agreed. They they don't. I mean, if if Divincenzo plays like this, Sterling Brown isn't going to be as much of a need. Um, but can you count on DiVincenzo to play like he played tonight in the playoffs? Going back to my then, rule, I'd rather not. DJ Wilson, who plays really well too, as well. Right, I, but I, my rule is simple. I don't like relying on young guys in playoff games. I really don't. First round, that's fine. You're going to beat whoever you face anyhow. When you get in these tougher series, Eastern Conference Finals, NBA Finals, I'd prefer not to play young guys that can make huge mistakes and cost you games. That's my rule. I don't know if it's Boonholzer's rule, but that's that's how I. 
I like to roll myself. Hey, thanks a lot for the call, buddy. Enjoy it. So he says 10 and 6, 12 and 4, somewhere in that area. Let's uh, eye up the enemy. Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. 25 for Kemba Walker tonight on 11 to 22 shooting. He did what he was supposed to do for the most part. How about Frank the Tank? Frank Kaminsky. Season high this year was 20. He throws up 16 tonight. Four assists, a rebound for the former Badger. Four of five from three. Four of four at the line for Kaminsky in 21 minutes of action. Have to think his career should be better than it's been to this point. At least I thought it was going to be better than it's been to this point. I'm not saying he's going to be an all-star, but I thought he'd be better and more consistent than he's been. I don't know what the issue is uh, down there in Charlotte, but and then they didn't they didn't pick up the other year. So it'll be interesting to see how his career uh, plays out uh, going forward. Uh, we'll have to wait and see how that goes. All right, uh, I guess we can take uh, what, another call. 414-799-1250. Tweet us, 105.7 FM. The fan word to Anthony. Let's squeeze in uh, Ryan in Oak Creek. He's on the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. What's up, Ryan? Hey, guys. Great show. Thanks. Uh, listen, I'm driving home from a game here, and uh, I just think it was another good team win. You know, I, I hear what you're saying about the young guys, and, and I agree, but it's it's interesting to see which of those guys comes out and provides that spark. You know, the other game sure. was Pat Connaughton coming out. Yep. Tonight it's Dante, you know, and it's, it's just really great to see another person coming out, providing a spark, getting the team rolling. I do want to say I'm a first-time season ticket holder this year, so it's been a really, really fun season for me. But there's two things I've noticed from these guys. I notice when they're introducing the players how the Bucks. it's neat to see so many of them don't sit around and wait for their name to be called. The guys, like, after, after Malcolm Brogdon's called, all the guys are out there in the circle which I think is, is something neat because I think a lot of the players got egos out there today, and, and, and it doesn't seem like these guys have that. But I do want to say I'm surprised with the fans sometimes at the arena. In fact, I took my 8-year-old to the game tonight, and with about 3 minutes and 50 seconds left, people started leaving tonight. You know, there's a lot of people filing for the exit. And he asked me, he said, why do people always leave at the best part? And I said, What's the best part? He said, well, at the end, we get to, we get to cheer for the team. Yep. And I said, man, especially in a game like tonight, you know, you clawed your way back. It was a rough one for, for lots of parts of the game. And, and you can't stick around for another three minutes to stand up and cheer these guys and say, man, you won by, what, 17? Hey, it's tough Milwaukee traffic. Yeah. I'm being sarcastic. But, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, everybody leaves early at all these games. If you go to a Brewers game, people leave early. Go to a Bucks game, people leave early. Um, yeah. Marquette games, maybe not as much, but I'm sure people leave early at Marquette games to a certain degree too. Sure. Uh, but sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's human. T- I, I, it's just human nature. I think it happens in all markets. I don't think it's just Milwaukee. I, I think it's just something that happens. And in this case, you know, Gary Ellerson brought it up this week about whether or not Bucks fans are just bored with the regular season now and are kind of waiting for the postseason to begin uh, to get sure. to the meat and potatoes of the whole thing because everybody knows they're in the playoffs. They already got that locked up. And right now they look in pretty good shape to have the best record in the NBA locked up too before this whole thing is said and done. So with 16 games to go, Ryan, how many wins do you think they have knowing they have 50 now? I think, I think they can get 62. 62, so 12 and 4. Yep. 
That'd be a hell of a season. All right. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it, Ryan. Yep. And be careful going back to Oak Creek. I'll be heading that way myself. Uh, 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 105.7 FM. The fan. Let's go to the X Factor of the game. There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's going to be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the game. Brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. Brooke Lopez, your X Factor of the game. 17 points there in the third quarter. And uh, kind of took the game over a little bit. Did splash mountain. Even though he only had 1-3, 10 of 10 at the line. 7-11 overall. Eight boards, two assists, two steals, 25 points for Brooke Lopez and a 131-114 Bucks win over the Hornets. If you're leaving the arena tonight, obviously still want to hear from you, uh, whether it's uh, if you're listening on the Radio.com app or if you're listening on 105.7 on the FM dial or AM 1250 on the AM dial. They all work to listen to the postgame show. Tell your friends. Maybe they don't know we exist. I mean, we have existed since 2006, but this postgame show I'm talking about specifically with me hosting, but uh, yeah, maybe they don't know. Tell them, you know, this is the place to be after Bucks games. All right, I'll take a quick time. I'll come back, take more of your calls. I see you guys on hold. If you're on hold, we'll make sure to get you in on the next uh, segment. Also coming up on the next segment, defensive play of the game, drive of the game. We'll hear from Coach Boonholzer. We'll hear from Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. All that to come on the Pick and Save Milwaukee Probes postgame show presented to you by Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza only on the fan. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. All right, so the Bucks get the win over the Hornets tonight, 131 to 114. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, Anthony Mandela with you. Giannis 26, 13 boards, six assists, a block shot, 25 and 8 for Brooke Lopez, 18 off the bench for Miritich, 5 of 7 from 3. DeVincenzo, 3 of 6 from 3. He gave uh, 11 and 4 off the bench in 18 minutes. That's pretty much your highlights of the night there. 18 for Malcolm Brogdon, too. Can't forget about the president. All right, Anthony Mandela, what you got? Courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin. Cody Zeller works to the middle, gives it up. Williams, Giannis chasing him. Giannis knocks it away. Beautiful defense by Adetokounmpo. Bled, so can't pay it off. Middleton does. Nothing on that take by Bled, so it looked like a lot of contact. Fortunately, Chris Middleton didn't give up on the play right there for the putback. All right, so... There is your defensive play of the game, courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin. What is this? Is this real? What is this? I'm distracted by Twitter, y'all. What is that from? Landon Collins in a video saying, Go Pack Go? I'll take it. Come on. Packer... Hold on a second. Yep, there it is. Uh, this was on a cameo video or something like that. Oh. 
A guy requests Atlanta Council to say go Pat go. See, this is why you That's always... the same thing that got Brett Favre in trouble. This is exactly why you always follow everything to find out what really is going on. So that is nothing at all. Nothing whatsoever. But people are acting like it's something and it's not. Okay. There you go. Uh, let's go to the calls here. Bucks get their 50th win. 16 to go. How many wins do you think they're going to get? The common number right now is 60 or 62 with 16 to go. Uh, where to first, Anthony Mandela? Let's start things off with our guy Mike on the south side. Hey, Sparky, here. Yeah, I'm here, buddy. What's up? Hey, guys. Yeah, I caught your show Thursday. I wasn't able to get through. Uh, I just have a comment and a question. All right. Uh, I just want to give a shout-out to the dads taking the PlayStation kids out to see the games. I haven't been able to get to a game. You know, it can't. it's kind of pricey. It is. Let's get these young kids, the 11, 10-year-olds of the game, and most of them want to stay the whole game from what it sounds like. And uh, I, w- I want to talk about resting Giannis. Okay. I don't know if they rest him tomorrow, but uh, one of the three games next week after the Pelicans, you could probably rest him four games, and I'll hang up and listen. Okay, let's let's go over that for a second. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Let's, let's go over uh, the schedule here and talk about when you're going to rest uh, Giannis here going forward. All right? Now, there are a lot of people that believe you shouldn't rest Giannis, play him out, guarantee yourself the one seed in the NBA, and go from there. I'm not one of those people. Um, for me, if you want to rest him in San Antonio, I'm fine with that. You know why I know I'm fine with that? I'm not a fan of resting superstars on the road just to rest them, okay, during the season. If you want to rest stars during the regular season just because, then you should rest them at home. Because on the road, these guys only get to see you once or twice a year, maybe, and I don't think that's fair. In the case of the San Antonio Spurs, too bad. You've done it to the whole league for the last five or six years. I really don't care about you. I really don't. I'm totally fine with it. So you want to sit dudes again? You know who I'd sit tomorrow? Middleton. Wouldn't play. Would not play. What so? Uh, sure. I, I, the rest of them I don't care about. Middleton, okay. I'd give Middleton just a mental break day. Like, he played really well the previous game. Comes back tonight. Doesn't play all that well. I think maybe I'd give him off. Uh, tomorrow night in San Antonio. But if they want to rest Giannis or whatever, that's fine. But games that I would rest Giannis for uh, going forward, I would rest him against the Lakers on the 19th, home against the Lakers, NBA TV. I don't care that's on NBA TV. You don't need him to beat the Lakers. You don't need him uh, Wednesday at Cleveland. But it's in Cleveland. Okay? So I don't really care. One of those two games, you don't need him for both of those games. You just don't. You definitely don't need him for Sunday, March 24th, home against Cleveland. That's the Marcus Johnson retirement jersey day anyhow, so people are coming anyhow to see Marcus Johnson. But you don't need to play him that game either. You don't need to play him in Atlanta Sunday, March 31st. You don't need to play him home April 7th against Atlanta. And Oklahoma City game is not going to matter, so you don't need to play him April 10th. And to be honest, if this if you don't need to play him on Saturday, April 6th against Brooklyn, I wouldn't play them there either. If I could rest him Saturday the 6th, Sunday the 7th, and Wednesday the 10th, those last three games, and just sit him out and let him get him fresh and ready and get that knee as good as it's going to be going into the first round, I'd do it. So I, I think my goal would be to try and rest him five more games. Of the 16 left, i try to sit him five more games in the 16. So he plays pretty much 11 more. And I don't really think it's going to hamper his MVP chances whatsoever if that is a concern from anybody else at this point. 
All right, back to the phones we go. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 105.7 FM. The fan, what you got, Mr. Mandela? Keep things on the south side. This time it's Brian on the Pick and Save hey, Milwaukee Probes postgame show. Brian, what's up? Hey, thank you for taking my call. I actually had two questions, but I just thought of one just uh, as uh, the last caller that you just took. First question is uh, for you uh, would be how far do you, as we stand right now, how far or how far do you expect the Bucks to go? I, I'm, I personally think they should go all the way to the finals. Uh, the second question is, uh, and I'm not threatened by anybody, who's the biggest threat uh, in, uh, for the, uh, the, the East Coast? Eastern or, Conference? Uh, uh, Eastern Conference. Uh, I'm not threatened by anybody. I was listening to you guys. I think it was the big show this past Friday. Someone said Boston, that they'll get it together. They haven't gotten gotten it together by now. They're not going to get it together. And uh, uh, the third question would be uh, Giannis. Uh, do you see his knees, uh, the way he plays, uh, real aggressive? Uh, you see this becoming a problem uh, down the road, that more issues with his knees. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's probably something you have to keep an eye on and look at uh, going forward with him. Anytime you have a, a guy that's around seven feet tall or more, you could have feet problems, you could have knee problems, back problems. Thanks for the call. That, that's always something you're going to have to watch. Now, they said before the season it wasn't a surgery thing. They said it was simply uh, one of those deals where uh, they were just needing to rest that knee and it would be okay. Who are you threatened by in the Eastern Conference as far as uh, the Celtics go? They've won three in a row now. They've won at Golden State, at Sacramento, and now at the Lakers tonight. Uh, prior to that, they lost home against the Rockets, won home against the Wizards. So they've won four of their last five, uh, have the Boston Celtics now 41-26 uh, and 26 on, the ro- uh, on the season uh, for the Boston Celtics. I don't know if I'm concerned necessarily – like, oh boy, they can't beat this team. I, that team doesn't uh, exist for me at all. Um, but what I will tell you is I think that between Boston, Philly, Toronto, and Milwaukee, any one of those four teams can come out of the Eastern Conference. As was pointed out by DJ Wilson and Steve Novak in the Milwaukee Basketball Hour on Wednesday night, it's a totally different season. Regular season is fun. Uh, it's not a big deal in the regular season. Uh, you know, you get all these wins. That's a huge deal. 50 wins tonight. It's a big deal, right? But it's a totally different way of playing. It's more physical in the postseason. Games are called a little bit differently in the postseason. Uh, Coaching strategy changes big time in the postseason. They really start to hone in on you a little bit more uh, than before. I heard Budenholzer, I think it was last week in a pregame, uh, asked about game planning for one of the teams. Budenholzer said, now get this, he doesn't watch game film of the upcoming team that he's playing. He don't watch don't watch film. I I don't watch tape of, of the team we're gonna play, so I really couldn't answer that question. My assistants watch it. Can you imagine if Jason Kidd would have said that? People would have lost their ever loving mind. He would have been skewered. Oh my god. I heard him say it. I just started laughing. I'm like, oh my god, if that was Kidd, they would have killed him. But again, when you have fifty wins, obviously it's working. Don't worry about it. Obviously he'll watch game film, I think. Uh, in the postseason, to kind of figure it out. But yeah, I really don't really don't watch game film with the upcoming opponents. I, I'm more focused on what we're doing. I don't really worry about them. Well, in the playoffs, that changes. In the playoffs, it is about you and them at that point and making adjustments from game to game. And that's why I think it's very difficult to really project how far a team that's never won in the postseason is going to go 
with their first postseason success. I'm comfortable sitting here and saying I expect them to get to the second round for sure. And then after that, I think, and, and Sith called up earlier in the show uh, and said, hey, look, if Middleton do- doesn't play consistently good in a seven-game series against a good basketball team, that could be the undoing of the Bucks. There are lots of ways that could be the undoing of the Bucks, but there's also lots of ways Toronto could lose, lots of ways Boston could lose, lots of ways Philadelphia could lose in a seven-game series to the Bucks. It really can go either way when you start getting into the postseason. So I'm not sure if I answered all the questions the way he wanted me to, but that's how we did it. Uh, okay, uh, so next up is the drive of the game. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Let's get tonight's Wrench and Go drive of the game. Need auto parts? Wrench and Go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest-priced auto parts around. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. 131-114, Bucks over the Hornets uh, tonight, 50-16, and 27-5 at home as they get ready to go to San Antonio to take on the Spurs tomorrow night. I'll be back here tomorrow night. Mayor Mitch with me tomorrow night, I believe, right? Sure. He didn't switch with you? or No, not okay. as far as I know. Okay, good. So Mayor Mitch is in here tomorrow night uh, with myself. Be fun to see uh, who they don't play against the Spurs tomorrow night on a back-to-back. Drive of the game, Fox Sports Wisconsin. Paschke, Marcus Johnson on the call. Giannis backs out, seven on the side clock, three on the way, yes sir, out of the combo, one for two on triples. That's not the like about this lineup, the coach blood on the floor right now. Hard nose defensively. Well, you by that possession, but trust me, they can play better defense than that. But Kimball Walker just making up his mind to try and change the momentum. Oh my goodness. He has been rolling for sure uh, from deep has Giannis as of late and knocking down free throws as of late too. If this is what activate playoff mode looks like for Giannis, you didn't have to say, but I'm pretty excited with what I see at this point. 131-114, Bucks over the Hornets. Let's get to a sports flash. I still see people on hold. We will get to you if you're leaving the arena on your way home. Drive safe. Uh, if you're listening uh, online or listening at AM 1250 or 105.7 FM, The Fan, you can do that too. Give us a call, 414-799-1250. Got lots of tweets. Haven't read those yet. We'll get to those too. You can tweet us at 105.7 FM, The Fan. Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit schneiderjobs.com. Or call 1-800-44-PRIDE. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, Bucks get the win, 131-114. Win number 50 on the season, 50-16. and 27-5 at home. Giannis, 26-13-6. Brooke Lopez was a man on a mission there in the third. He ends up with 25-8 and eight on the night, 10-10 of 10 from the free throw line. 7 of 11 from the floor for Brooke Lopez. Couple assists, couple of steals. Coach Budenholzer talked after the game. You know, I think uh, they're really hard to guard. They've given us trouble. They've trouble. I guess this is our fourth time. I'm so glad that we don't have them again in the regular season. So, JB's done a great job with them. Um, you know, I think once we kind of got our focus, once we picked up our urgency, um, both ends of the court just got a lot better and um, luckily, we were able to close the gap to finish the second quarter and 
um, put ourselves in position to, you know, just have a good outcome. Brooke was phenomenal. Brooke was great through the third quarter, you know, played through him some in the post, which we don't do a lot. You know, he drove from the perimeter, made some threes. He just did a little bit of everything. So good win for us. Um, you know, hopefully we can now get moving. You mentioned that second quarter. How much would you credit Dante's efforts on the defensive end in sparking that? Yeah, I thought, you know, he's another guy that gave us a huge spark. Um, obviously making a couple shots is big, but the way he flies around and comes in for offensive rebounds and tip outs and defensive boards and um, he just fills us with a great energy. Um, and so, you know, it's great to have him healthy and contributing again. So, um, yeah, I thought he really helped us um, during that time. Obviously, we talk about Brooks' three-point shooting a lot, but just how much of a like a luxury as a coach is, is it to have somebody with his post moves and skills that you can kind of just go to, even though you don't do it very often, but you can go to it in that third quarter? Yeah, no, I mean, it's he's he's a very gifted, talented, unique player. Um, you know, we... I guess we do post up some, you know, with Giannis and Chris, but it, it's not something we do a lot, but it's, it's, you know, we've been talking, maybe we need to do it more with Brooke and find ways and especially other teams may match up certain ways where it's even more advantageous. So, um, you know, I think just hopefully this is part of us getting better. We talk about getting better, you know, as we go through the season, finding way, more ways to use different guys in different situations, part of that. You speak on the offensive end for Brooke, but defensively he started switching more in the third quarter. And, you know, there's possessions where he, he stayed with Jeremy Lamb, I think it was for eight, ten seconds. Just what, how, has, how much has he grown in that role this year, being able to do even more uh, defensively? Yeah, you know, I think we've just, um, you know, I know the night uh, before the All-Star break, we kind of, you know, we, we used um, the switching a lot more than we normally do. And, he was really great that night, and now we've used it a little more coming out of the break. And um, he just continues to impress us and continues to grow. And it's just another thing; it's it's just something more defensively. We have kind of our basic stuff, our base stuff that we're in a lot. And uh, but you know, teams are so good, players are so good. You have to have some things to adjust to, and have Brooke who can also switch and then keep guys in front of them, keep them you know kind of off the three point line and making tough or taking tough shots. Um, it's something that can be really good for us. Who's banged up on the Bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. All right, let's talk about the two guys that didn't play tonight, George Hill and Sterling Brown, out with their injuries. Matt Velasquez uh, tweeted out before the game, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, that uh, quote from Budenholzer who said, quote, with George, I do think there's a good chance we'll see him on this road trip. We'll see how the next couple days go. Sterling, less clarity, less sure. Some chance, but we've got to see how the next couple days go with Sterling. Uh, that is Matt Velasquez. So, George Hill on this road trip, that would be good. That would be very good. Again, got a month left. There's no need to rush, guys. Plenty of time to still get him some game action before the playoffs start. All right, let's sneak in a call here quick. Where are we going, Anthony? Lamont on the north side is on the fan. What's up, Lamont? What's up, Lamont? How you feeling, man? Feeling good, man. 50 wins. I know. You know, I was just uh, – I really don't have anything to say, man. I was at the game tonight, and I just I just remembered uh, uh, spring 2001, man. I was I was 17 years old. Uh, the Bucks won their 50th game. I remember uh, Tim Thomas and, – and Glenn Robinson dumped the Gatorade on George Carl. He yep. almost slipped and fell. Yep. Um, 
Darvin Ham was even in there. Man, now I'm 35. I'm married with two kids. Man, it's been a long time, man, but it feels good. That, I mean, I couldn't say it any better. That, that's exactly right. From where it was to now being a 35-year-old man, and now you finally get something even close to what you saw back then. It's just, it's, it's great, man. It's yep. great. It's awesome. And make sure your kids enjoy it too, because there's no guarantee how long this is all going to last. Absolutely, man. Yep, no doubt. All right, man. Take care. There he is, uh, Lamont. Right. He's he sat in and co-hosted shows with me uh, in the past in studio. Uh, good dude. Uh, okay, uh, let's take a quick time out. We'll come back. We'll check in with Matt Velasquez. We'll do some forward thinking, all that fun stuff. But before we do that, let's hear from Splash Mountain, Brooke Lopez, who's a one-man show in the third quarter. We're heading into the Bucks locker room to hear what the players saw on the court. Sponsored by Precision Sports. Specializing in the delivery, installation, removal, and repair of basketball hoops, exercise equipment, game tables, and backyard playgrounds. Go to PrecisionSportsOnline.com. All right, let's uh, check in with Brooke Lopez, who again... Tonight, one-man show, 25 points, eight boards, couple assists, couple steals, 10 of 10 from the line, 7 of 11 from the field. And this is what Brooke had to say after the game. Well, um, you know, we just we, we came out with great focus in the second half. Uh, you know, I think it started maybe halfway through the second quarter. And, uh, you know, so we came in and we all agreed that we, we really wanted to just step up our focus and our mindset. Was there any doubt that <laughs> I don't think it's been that long. It's, it has been a few years, but <laughs> no, you know, we uh, we have great belief in one another, and uh, you know, just I've said it multiple times all year, but we can just play so many different ways. You know, it's it's uh, really exciting and fascinating to see. For you, you were posting up on one of them, and defensively, you were switching more. Just yeah. How big can that be against a team that goes small? Like it can be great, you know, and I'm I'm very appreciative. You know, my teammates and coaches, uh, you know, show a lot of. Uh, you know, belief and, uh, you know, a lot of trust, you know, when I'm switching one through five, you know, because it's definitely something I want to keep working on and keep getting better at. And that, the only way I'm going to do that is uh, doing it in game. Brooke, how about playing with Nico and that lineup pretty well? Oh, man, it's been fantastic. And, again, that goes back to, you know, our, vers- our versatility for sure. You know, we can go big, we can go small. And Nico's been so great just shooting the ball, attacking the basket. And then defensively, you know, also switching, doing his thing and just playing with energy. Do you uh... Back to the defense, uh, you know, when you are switching and you have got Kevin Walker standing in front mm-hmm. of you, just something that you've been feeling better at during the season, getting more confident and more comfortable in those situations as uh, you guys are switching Absolutely, on. absolutely. And I think, you know, uh, what really helps promote that comfort for everyone is just knowing that we uh, have a lot of help side, you know, and help the helper behind us. Were you surprised at all that Dante was able to have that kind of impact? Right. Two games in, like, he hasn't really been able to get a whole lot of time and he's still able to, you know. You know he, yeah, he's been great. You know, he's just, he's been working this whole time. We've seen him every day in the gym, and I know he's just been itching to get back. So I'm not, I'm honestly not super surprised. His energy has always been a, a hallmark and a trademark. When you have a back-to-back like this and you most likely don't have a shoot-around in the morning, what's the process of how you guys get prepared for quick turnarounds like this? Um, we usually have a meeting in the morning, you know, get together, uh, watch some film on the opposing team, uh, kind of game plan what we want to do, and just, you know, take time to recover, rest, and just make sure our bodies are set for the game. It's a lot. There he is, Brooke Lopez, after the game tonight. The Bucks get the win over the Hornets, 131-114. to 114. Up next, we'll talk with Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, and we'll look ahead to the game tomorrow night against the San Antonio Spurs. It's the Pickett's a Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show, presented to you by Sicilian, screaming Sicilian, frozen pizza, only on the fan. 
This guy's on the inside. After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. This is Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. 131-114, Bucks over the Hornets. Giannis 26-13-6, Brooke Lopez 25-8. Joined now by Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Settle on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. To me, Matt, Brooke Lopez in the third quarter pretty much was the game. Kind of took over, scored 17 in the third, and really helped put the Bucks over the top. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he was the story tonight. Just, uh, I-, I said he was turning back the clock you know, a little bit, going to the post, you know, doing some work inside with the hook shots, putbacks. Uh, that that driving hammer dunk that he threw down, uh, just, you know, stuff. It, it reminds you that hey, this guy was an all star doing stuff like that. You know, you know, it wasn't necessarily last year, but it wasn't that long ago. And uh, you know, he he brought it out, dusted off those old moves, and it was at a, a critical point for the Bucks because you know they'd been kind of you know sluggishly going through the game in the first half, and in the third quarter he he took over, and you know it was all Bucks from there. Yeah, and that was a big deal. The other big deal to me tonight was the play of Dante DiVincenzo off the bench for the Bucks. Yeah, I mean, it was impressive just the way that, you know, he'd been on the shelf for over two months. You know, and then he came in the other day and, you know, had some pretty solid minutes. You know, tonight he comes back in and immediately, you know, makes a couple shots, is just flying in for, for tips on rebounds, and, um, you know, he's forcing a jump ball and, and diving, in, you know, out of bounds to try and get to loose balls and, just providing that that energy and intensity that sometimes can be cliche, uh, but you know the team fed off it, and, and you know guys who saw it, including Giannis and Brooke Lopez, you know talking to them after the game, you know, they were impressed by what he was able to do. Though though Brooke added that he wasn't all that surprised. They've been seeing the work that Dante's been putting in, and they know how much he's wanted to get back out, out on the court, and he showed it. Miritich uh, finally found his range again from deep. If they get this Miritich in the playoffs, they're going to be dangerous. Absolutely. I mean. Yeah, you know, he was. I think it was five of eight on threes against the Kings. Uh, five of seven tonight. You know, if, if you can get those types of games from him, um, you know, just the number of weapons that you have is, is crazy. You know, you look at Lopez going going to work inside, Miritich shooting outside. You know, Brogdon having another quiet but you know solid game, eighteen points. You know, they just have so many weapons and play so many different ways that you know they can really match up with with just anybody. It, regardless of how that team wants to play. Right. Yep. Yeah, absolutely correct. Matt Velasquez, thanks so much. Have a safe flight to San Antonio. All right. Thanks. You betcha. 131-114 bucks over the Hornets. He joined us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019? Look no further and call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank providing simply local common sense lending to your community since 1935. What about the next game? What do you expect from this team now? Time for some forward thinking. Sponsored by Forward Financial Partners. Moving forward together. Find your way at ffpwi.com. All right, next up for the Bucks in San Antonio tomorrow night against the Spurs. Rudy Gay listed as day-to-day uh, right now. They've been with Deontay Murray for quite some time, so he's definitely not playing. Uh, but Rudy Gay listed as day to day. Spurs are going to come into this one 37 and 29 overall. So not a bad basketball team by any stretch of the imagination, but they are definitely not scoring nearly as many points per game. They're scoring about 112 points per game. Bucks coming in over 117 
uh, points per game. Field goal percentage, they're even, straight up, 47.7 for both teams coming into this game. Bucks out rebounding them by five on average coming into this game. I got them in steals, got them in blocks. In the last 10 Spurs, five and five Bucks come in. Uh, I believe, including tonight, eight and two. I think that's what it looks like. So, Bucks like to be in good shape. We'll see who they rest tomorrow night in the second game of a back to back. We'll be back on there. Myself in this seat. Mayor Mitch will be in the seat of Anthony Mandela tonight. And uh, we'll talk again tomorrow night. Tomorrow morning, Gasoline Spare Time Bowling Show at nine o'clock. My site, myself, Dwight Albrecht, Phil Brillo talk about Norm Duke winning his 40th PBA title last week on TV. And we'll jump into playoff discussion about how the playoff standings look for the PBA Tour as well. Enjoy the rest of your night, folks. Uh, We'll talk to you tomorrow here on The Fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.